Uh, hey guys, welcome back to the Downey Legend Podcast. My name is Sofia Basurto. I'm Aiden Dominguez. And we are here with some of the star athletes of our track slash country team. So, do you want to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm, I'm Gus. I'm Josh. And what grade are you in? Oh, I'm a sophomore. Josh is a sophomore. <laughs> uh, I'm a senior. So, senior, sophomore, captains. Uh, uh, did we mention that they're captains? Oh. Captains of the track team, track of one of many, one of a couple captains of the two of many, two of a couple track captains right. on the track team, uh, and also cross country. Yeah. Um, you was gonna say your like positions or like um, the like what events you guys do. Oh, yeah, I'll start um, in track. I oh, I run the eight, the sixteen, and I occasionally run the thirty-two hundred. Um, yeah, I do the uh, sixteen and the thirty-two, and I haven't run the eight yet but i'll probably get one of those in at least eventually so uh just to say it um me and sophia we're like kind of new to the podcast so um it's kind of our first time we're kind of like working some things out uh, i'd also like to say like i am also part of the track team so i do have a little knowledge or i do i do have some knowledge you know um, with these guys i know these guys so just just so that is like in the air if if, if we might say some things that like might not make sense i just just letting you know, like, I am also part of the track team, but I'm going to be on the podcast perspective of this interview. That's right. <clears throat> yeah? Yep. Um, okay, I guess I'll start, guys. Uh, so I just want to start. Let's just let's just start this way. Team goals, okay? Track team. Uh, team goals for the team, for the program, and just for yourselves, like, personally, if you guys want to get that deep. Right. Um, I think I'll start off with team goals. I mean, of course, winning league, we've done it for how many years it's been like at least a for, decade right? for track and field i think it's like 13 um undis- like 13 is like 10. uh no yeah but 13 like they said more than likely it's right. probably like 13 something like that but anyways so yeah definitely winning league keeping that title that we've had for over a decade um and uh i mean that's really the the big goal i think track is definitely more of a individual type Sports. So as far as team goals, that's really kind of it. Also, we could say for distance that we're trying to get a lot of people under the five-minute barrier for the mile, the 16. Um, so we're, we're trying to make sure we can get as many varsity as well as Froshsoft too. Froshsoft guys under five. Yeah. So. yeah, I feel like team goals as far as track is more just kind of keeping everyone together as a family, I say. Uh, I try to treat the team as a family and keep each other close and, you know, try to make sure everyone feels comfortable there and support each other. Because it is, like Josh said, a, a very solo sport. But, you know, knowing that you have guys that are running around similar times to you or doing the same workouts as you, it just kind of keeps everyone close and bonded. And at the end of the day, league is the main goal, taking that win again. But, you know... Keeping everyone connected together in a sense of family kind of helps that whole getting to the champions and, you know, winning. So, yeah, I feel like family. Yeah, yeah I feel that. I, yeah. Uh, that's, like, really impressive for both of you, the captain of both of your years. Right. Or it's, was, like, just that, the, the whole team, yeah. So. That's even more impressive. Thank so, <laughs> do you intend to do track, like, in the college or in the future yeah that's the for me that's the that's the plan for sure um hopefully you know whichever whichever school i end up going to that i i would like to to pursue this because it's something that i really enjoy so yeah 
Yeah, um, I'm actually talking to Mount Sac. It's a community college. I'm talking to their coach, and I'm going to be running there next year and hopefully over the summer. So, you know, I'm hoping to do that. And then after that, Cal State LA is the plan. So definitely cross country and track. I see it in my future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so these guys, um, when I was asked about what podcast we should do, I instantly am like, oh, my God, like we got to interview the track guys. And the two guys, of course, I had in mind were my captains, Joshua Zaragoza and Gus Najera. And um, I got, I kind of made it a point. I don't know if Maddie remembers, but I was like, it's got to be these two guys. Because um, not only, you know, you guys were track, were our track captains, um, you know, you guys did a really, really good job um, leading us to a cross-country title. You know, they were both cross-country captains. It was both their first year. Uh, as captains and I think they've actually I've been in this I've been in the program for three seasons and I think these guys in particular have um, done such a really good job Josh is a sophomore and honestly he's probably been leading us since freshman year which is actually kind of um, which is very impressive I'd say so Josh has like uh, this year included three more years and Gus has just quickly just snapped into that role so I'd like to just say like um, if you're wondering why these guys why we're interviewing them um, asking them personal questions. Well, it's because I mean they're just—it's impressive what they do from a first-hand perspective. I could attest to that. So I just want—I want to—I want to put that out there. I want to put that out there that these guys are like really good captains and really good at what they do. Yeah. Thank you, Hayden. Thank you. You're welcome. It. You're welcome. Um, so actually, with that, you guys both participated in cross country, and we're both captains of that as well. Um, what are some of the challenges when being a part of a larger group and having to lead mm. a larger group? with track and field rather than cross country, you know? You know, I feel like definitely it comes with the barrier of events. You know, we cross country, we're all doing the same thing. It's a three mile race and that's it. Everyone knows what they're out there to do. You transition from the same event every single race to going into different events throughout the day, multiple days sometimes. It's like getting to know all your team, um, through that barrier it's kind of difficult because you know you got guys out there who are running a hundred meter dash hanging out with guys who are running a 16 you know it's a it's a big difference so you know as a captain it's, it's hard to interact with the whole team and get to know everyone and be the best captain you possibly can be when sometimes other people are across you know the entire school doing a different event like shot put for an example you know we don't we don't interact with them as much yeah. so yeah being a captain is a little bit more difficult during the track season, which is why I believe there's so many more, you know, per event. But I think the whole thing is to try and just get everyone bonded and, you know, be be there for everyone no matter the event. Yeah, kind of piggybacking off of what Gus said. It's definitely, like, different as far as events because we end up – there end up being more captains during track just because there's so many different events. And – um yeah, there's definitely a lot more people that join in during track because people tend to like track more, so they tend to gravitate towards that sport. So this season we got a lot more people, and you know, definitely there's the idea of like everyone's kind of doing their own thing in different events. So it gets tricky, but I think we're we're figuring out how to how to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. So here with the Downey Legend with the newspaper staff. Um, we kind of have something similar to that. We have EICs, Editor-in-Chiefs, right? Uh, Val and Isabella, we also have an editorial board. Um, and it's kind of essentially the same thing on like a m- 
micro level. Um, so again, that you guys have so many people, I think, um, you know, like over here, we can kind of like relate to that in a sense. And I think it's like really impressive. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so I actually had a question. So obviously being on the same team, even though there's like so many different people, you become closer as friends. Would you say that's kind of made you more competitive with each other as well? There's definitely an aspect to that. I think um, one nice thing about the sport is that there's a lot of bonding. You know, during runs, we can just talk and have fun. And then during workouts, we're kind of suffering together. So we, there's kind of that camaraderie built. But definitely, I think with some people more than others, there's, there is competition. Um, like we have two guys, uh, Johnny and Alex, they're um, sophomores in there. Every workout, every race, they're always competing against each other. So they definitely have like the, the most competition between one another. But yeah, with, within workouts and without races, it's always like we're close enough where it's like on any day someone might have a better workout than someone else. And, you know, sometimes some guys move up in groups or maybe someone doesn't have as good of a day. So there's definitely a lot more mixing as far as like trying to compete and keep with one another. So, and definitely in cross country, that was a big thing too, because we were still trying to develop as a team. Um, so yeah, there's, but there's definitely competition throughout, but at the same time, you know, camaraderie and appreciating one another. Yeah, I feel like definitely as you grow friends in the team, you know, you find guys that are kind of in your margin and you just want to strive to make them better and hope that that makes you better. You know, me and Aiden, coming in last season running the 1600 we would go back to back to back competing in that race I think I think he beat me a majority of the times but he never beat my time until this year so I think there was definitely a sense of just trying to be better than your friend but in a sense it's helping them so you know also I have another guy Joseph Ortiz he's our right now um, one of our fastest 400 runners came in out of nowhere from sprints, just decided to come join us cross country. It was, it's weird. It's random. It's it's kind of interesting to see how a sprinter can come and transition into um, long distance. And he's, he's running the 800 with us now. He's one of our top guys. And I think being friends with him kind of pushes me to get to his times and just kind of be at that level with certain people. So, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you guys have talked a lot about, we talked a lot about the athletes and the students and like, you know, the teamwork involved, but how has the coaching at Downey helped drive the success of the program? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, so I think that's actually a big part, I think, of that's what's led to our success. Uh, last year, my freshman year, we only had two coaches that were in charge of the distance team. And so it was definitely a lot less organized and it, we weren't as like bonded together, I guess you could say, as far as uh, athletes and coaches. But then starting last track season, and then really in the summer was when it started to happen, we ended up getting Coach Puga and Coach Gio, which are, they're two Downey alumni. And so they graduated at like 10 years ago, I think, and they were on the team. So they're younger. So we got some younger blood in, in, the, in the team as far as coaching. And so they also had the experience of you know knowing what it's like to train what it's like to compete against Warren like especially like how much it means for the league and I remember at the beginning of the season um coach Puga who's really the one that's like most in charge um he was telling us like 
you guys can beat Warren. And there was a point where we didn't even think we could beat Warren in cross country. Um, but he, before any of us even thought about it, he knew already, you know, what our goal was and that we could do it. And so I think Coach Puga's brought, he's brought us really tough workouts that I think have really helped us to, to grow. We push ourselves in the workouts and I think the fact that they're challenging really has helped us to grow. Coach Gio has like really helped as far as like morale and like he's really funny. He, he's not like he's willing to joke around with us. And I think it really adds to the team bonding. The fact that during practice, it's fun. Like after a work, good workout or a good run that we can just like keep putting work in, but as well, yeah. like enjoy the, the process of like being with each other. And we have another coach, Coach Luis. We can't forget about him. He's like, <laughs> he's the one who's really like, when he does show up, he's the one who's most with all the, the athletes. So I think overall there's different dynamics between each coach, but it all like comes together to make uh, the team what it is. Yeah, definitely. Um, like what Josh was saying, Coach Puga, Coach Gio, and Coach Munoz all coming in fresh off, you know, not fresh off, but... <laughs> what we'll you know, say for coming them. as alumni, you know, they're they're coming back and kind of I would say just giving back to the youth is what yeah. they're doing. You know, yeah. they're coming out, they're giving up their time to try and make the team better, trying to trying to give us what they couldn't get during their time as athletes. I know that Coach Puga said multiple times that you know at, when he was being trained, there was not enough coaching for him, and the coaches that he did have weren't enough. You know, they weren't reaching what they needed so them coming in with former experience as runners uh coach puga actually running at the collegiate level at cal poly um you know it's kind of just like coach munoz at northridge d1 school they're coming in and they, they have so much more advice for us and like we're able to make a better stronger team because of that you know mm -hmm. it's like without them i feel the team would crumble and fall yeah for <laughs> as sure. much as i like to say that the captains and the athletes are what make up the team it's it's nothing without them they're our backbone so i feel like for sure having the younger guys and especially them just kind of connecting with us as friends yeah, yeah they're not just coaches they come out there and they have fun with us they yeah they take us to pasta night the day before league finals <laughs> you know um we have group chats with them where they just talk to us about running and it, it feels like they're our friends but when it comes to work they are there for us and they're supporting us always yeah, for sure making sure we always are reaching what they need us to mm -hmm. yeah yeah like how you guys mentioned that um I'll, okay so uh, firsthand i could kind of you know describe that um competition itself has taken a mental strain kind of like um i feel like it's a little different when it comes to like swimming track then you know, volleyball or like baseball, it's kind of, it's different. Uh, how have you guys managed to deal with that, the constant competition? How would you recommend others to sort of deal with that if they're trying to compete at this level? I think it's, it definitely is like mentally taxing. Um, I think as far as being able to, to handle it, I think for sure, like as far as competition with like racing, racing, the workouts have definitely helped us to really like be mentally prepared for races because there's workouts where it's like you're just trying to get past the next rep and you're just like really trying to see how your lim limits are being tested. So when it comes to the day of the race, it's like we know what we need to get done. And so all we have to do is to just trust that what 
we've been working at is going to pay off. Um, and as far as like being able to compete like that, I think in general, doing extra stuff outside of the sport can also help. Like you know, just in general, getting, getting more sleep, eating good, that kind of thing, as far as from a practical sense. But yeah. Yeah, you know, I think keeping up with the competition is, uh, is like Josh said, it's taxing. It's it's a lot. It really takes a toll on the athlete if you know you you don't know how to handle, it, especially coming in new. Um, you can come in one day, you're the hot shot, you know, you're big, you're everything, and then next week another guy comes, doubles what you were hitting. You know, it's just it's tough. But I think like another thing which Josh said, the practices that competition bleeds into that you know you're, you're holding on to that last rep and the only thing guiding you is just that person in front of you that back the shirt back of their shirt just chasing it and making sure you finish and make sure you know what you're there for you know what you want and you have to want it like no one's gonna no one's gonna give you that medal no one's gonna get you to that finish line but you so i think it's really um it's really it's really important to make sure you stay focused and you know competition really drives this sport without competition the sport wouldn't be what it is you know you have guys constantly coming in and just doing what you do but better and all you can do is try and be better than them as well you know come back stronger you know mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so we talked about like it's a really mentally taxing but would you say being a part of like the team and then having to deal with like I don't know if you guys are like in APs or honors, but even in like regular classes, how does that affect I don't know your school? Life? Yeah, um, there's for sure like definitely a balance. Um, as far as after practice, it's literally, you know, I have to I have to go home, maybe eat something, and then either I'm doing my homework or I'm like stretching to to recover from the the workout. So it's, there's definitely like, I have to figure out through my day where to put in, like, when do I stretch? When do I do my homework? When do I work out? And then when can I do this all so that I can then go to bed at a good time? So it's definitely tricky to like figure it out. And there's definitely a challenge with that too. Um, because, you know, I want to do the best that I can at school. So I still put that as a, as a very high priority. And so I think for me personally it's it is a challenge but it's something that I'm willing to do because I love this sport so much that I I'm willing to you know n you know like let go of you know free time throughout my day so that I can stay on top of school as well as be the best I can be at this sport yeah definitely there's a lot of balance that you have to learn how to take on it's a lot you're taking on a, an entire sport and on top of that, you're in school, you know, you want to get your good grades. Goal and goal here at graduation. So it's a lot of focusing on making sure that what you're doing is right for you and balancing out perfectly. See, like I, I had last year was a it was a big change for me because I had just started taking the team seriously, I would say. Um, I, I wasn't really sure what I was getting into and you know, I took on track, I had a job, I was in AP classes. And I had other things going on as well. So it's like finding that balance and making sure you're able to hold it. Because if you're not, it's just sometimes you got to let go of certain things. If you, can't, um, if you can't stay focused on all things, then something has to go. 
And I feel like staying focused is what throws off a lot of athletes, especially when it comes to like school. I see a lot of athletes that are really good, but can't focus on schoolwork because they're too worried about what time they're going to hit next, what race is next. And they need to be focused more on when's my next test, you know, <laughs> like it's definitely, it, it, it's, it's a lot to take on as a student athlete, but I feel like once you find that balance and you made peace with what you're doing, it's, it's easy. It's perfect. Especially when you love everything you're doing. Yeah, I just want to chime in real quick. Say that, um, like Gus in particular, Gus, out of outside of track or with track included, he takes on. He he's so busy. Yeah. This guy is is so busy. Uh, like he said, you know, he does like jobs, uh, his job and stuff. Um, he uh, he, he uh, actually his third period right now was just an AP. So yeah. wanna, I want to bring that. And then he just came from from an interview prior to this one, which you know, it, I just want to say that that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, we're coming a little close up on time here. The bell's gonna ring soon, um, but just just last like last second, uh, would you guys recommend you know track, cross country, running, sport in general, or like you know? Yeah, most definitely. I think it's a it's whether you like running or not, it's a beautiful sport. It's you build family. I I have guys that I would consider brothers that I wouldn't think to consider maybe a year ago. You know. I have guys that I see as family now. You know, I build I build connections and it's especially if you're gonna take it seriously, you know, you become a leader. You know, I've seen guys come in, don't talk to a single soul, and you know, just asking them their name and they'll open up so much to you. It's it's such a great opportunity to just be better than what you already are. It it's it's great too, because you can go in thinking, you know, you're the slowest person in the world, hop in a race. You're the fastest guy on the team. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely something I think everyone should give a try, whether they like it or they're more interested in other sports. It's something that definitely can open your eyes. Yeah, I, I agree. As you know, definitely Gus is right about being able to bond with other people that you wouldn't know otherwise. There's definitely, I love the sense of camaraderie there. And another thing, as far as like for myself, I just love the challenge of like showing up to workouts and just seeing how I can like push my body and like just put myself through things that like are extremely difficult to handle and yet overcoming that challenge like I think that's a beautiful thing about the sport is that you're putting yourself through pain that like you're just pushing through it and you're you're like barely surviving kind of but yet this is going to help you grow and I love seeing that too the the progress that comes with it of like maybe looking back like months from now and being like, wow, what the times I used to hit were so slow and like thinking about, you know, how far one has come. So, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful sport. All right, guys, we're, we're going to the last second here. The bell's soon ringing. So I think that's all, all, all the time we got today. But, um, you know, I just love, love talking to you guys. I'm, I'm glad we had you on the podcast today. Uh, glad to be here. So yeah, this was Joshua Zaragoza, this was Gus Najera, it was Aiden Dominguez interviewing, and Sofia Basurto. Uh, and we're going to be signing off, so thank you guys. Right. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.